0: Three men hanging on a cross. The One looks over to the one next to him and he says, if you are the Messiah, the chosen one of Israel, why don't you take yourself down from this cross? Why don't you save both yourself and us? And the other man he says, who are you to speak from such a manner? And he rebuked him as saying, this one is more innocent than us all. We are the sinners and we deserve to be here. And he looks over to the man in the middle and he says, Master, when you enter your reigns, remember me. But the master, he looked over to the one next to him and said, I tell you, you will enter paradise with me. Now, how is this possible? You see, this man who Jesus, Yeshua, he told him, you will enter paradise with me, but he's never been baptized. He's never he's on the cross. I was a last minute ordeal. And and then it demands the question to be asked, how could he have been saved without baptism? In order to answer this question, we really need to look at baptism and what it represents. You see, baptism represents the death of an old man, our our death with Messiah and then our resurrection with him. So when we hit the water we enter the water, we go under the water. It represents us dying with him when he was put on the cross, and put in the grave. But when we are raised out of the water again, it represents our resurrection with him. It represents us coming up out of the water as a new man rising with Christ. And see, baptism is intricately connected to the event of the cross. And so what is needed for our salvation is a belief, a repentance and a death and resurrection with Yeshua. The, the scriptures say that uh, I tell you that unless you are born in water and spirit, you can by no means enter into the kingdom of heaven. And what he means is unless you are reborn, unless you die with Christ and are and raised again with him. You cannot enter the kingdom of heaven because there, unless you are reborn, there is no way. If you recall, he said, this man, this master, this Messiah, he has done no wrong. And in that act of saying he has done no wrong, he has had a profession of faith. And that this is the Messiah of Israel. Because he knew that the Messiah of Israel is sinless. He had never transgressed the law of God. And so he had belief in God, had belief in Yeshua. Secondly, what he did was he repented because he said, Oh, Master, remember me when you enter the kingdom of heaven. And in that act of saying, remember me, he said, I have done wrong. I am guilty. And, And he also said, I am guilty. I am not innocent. We I deserve what I am receiving on this cross. I deserve this death. And in that moment, he repents his heart and he pours out his heart out to God, to the master, to Yeshua, the Messiah, and he repents of his sins. And then what happens is Yeshua then tells him, I tell you that you will be with me in paradise. You will resurrect with me. You will come out of the ground with me. We will both. We will both be in paradise. And see, Yeshua in that moment uh, spoke over him the act of what baptism represents. And that in the thief on the cross, when in in his hanging on the cross with Yeshua, dying with Yeshua, being raised with Yeshua again to reign with him in heavens, all of these things is the fulfillment of baptism physically in the life of that thief. You see, and we are that thief. That thief is a picture of who we are. We are the one who is far from God's full of sin. The one who deserves death. But see, if we believe, if we repent and if we die and rise with him, we can enter the kingdom with him. And so the thief never needed to be baptized because he was the physical manifestation and he fulfilled everything that baptism represented. You see, baptism today to us is a spiritual act that is as real as the physical, but it's physical, it's spiritual. It's a spiritual act of, of, of hitting the water and being raised. It's a very real act, of course, but the thief had the physical act on his body, on his flesh, and he died and was raised. Therefore, he never needed to be baptized. Because he, did, he fulfilled everything that baptism has, has been set out to accomplish on us. It is also worth mentioning that baptism is not a single work of salvation. We know that we are not saved by works. Paul makes this very clear. He says, We're not saved by works, we're saved by grace alone, faith in him. And baptism, while it is incredibly necessary, it is absolutely necessary for us to be reborn, to enter into heavens. Baptism is simply the outward manifestation of what has to have been happening inside before. You see, there is absolutely zero, zero, zero use in getting baptized without an inward repentance. That is real and true. A turning away from sin. If someone does not turn away from sin or pain, their baptism means absolutely nothing. Because baptism is simply an outward manifestation of what is supposed to have been happening inside. You are supposed to have been changing inside. You are supposed to be giving up your sin inside. You're supposed to be saying, Father, I need you. I need you, Lord. You need to save me inside before you get baptized. You see, baptism isn't this quick fix into heaven. This thing where you go and say, oh, I'm gonna, let, me just, let me just sprinkle some water on my forehead and then I'm saved. That's not what baptism is. And it's no different from the Pharisees who said that, oh, let's just get you circumcised and you'll be saved. And that's the same thing. That's what, that's what those who say, oh, just get a bit of water on your face and then you're saved. It's no different from circumcision in the flesh that brings salvation. Both are lie, both are from God, both never taught by God. And you see, the Pharisees came and they twisted Father's instructions. Where Father said in Leviticus and all throughout the Torah, he said that, that circumcision is that of the heart. Circumcision is something you need to be cut in your heart. You need to repent. You need to turn your heart and then you'll be transformed from the inside outward. And then the flesh will follow. Your outside will follow. Your appearance, everything you do will follow. Circumcision of the flesh will follow. But first, you need circumcision of the heart. And similarly, we need a baptism that is starts inward. A baptism and repentance that starts in our heart first. And if we don't have that inward transformation first, the outward means nothing. You see, the Pharisees were all circumcised on the eighth day to the T. But they were far from God because they had an outward manifestation in the flesh, but they had no inward transformation of the heart. And so God saw the thief on the cross's heart and he. Deemed him worthy to enter into paradise. He was reborn with Yeshua as he died with him. And see, you are that thief. You are that one who is dying with him and who's raised with him. God actually put the thief there and gave us that passage, that, that story, that real occurrence that happened to demonstrate what baptism is all about. You see, many people think that, Jesus died so that I don't have to. Jesus died to show you how. Jesus died so you can die with Him and be raised with Him. He didn't die so you can have an easy life. He didn't die so you can get a quick fix into heaven. He died so you can bring heaven on earth. You see, when He was raised again, He sent the Holy Spirit to come and dwell with us. And He said that you need to be baptized in water and spirit. And if you don't, You can't be with him. You've got no part in him. That's what he said. You see, you need to be filled with the spirit. That means that now this inward transformation moves on to the outside and you're led by the spirit. You do the spiritual matters, the spiritual works. You're baptized, filled with him. That means that you will love On the least, it means that you will feed the poor. It means that you will cast out the demon. You will heal the sick. You will speak in your tongues. You will believe in God and see the supernatural works of God occur in your life as they did in the life of Yeshua. You see, many people think it's okay to not see the spirit work in their life every day, yet say that they know him. It is no different than never being baptized to not have the spirit work in your life. You see, there has to be. This thing, this thing on you, where when people look at you, they can see God on you. You see, if you need to explain to them, oh, I'm a Christian and and you need to convince them there's something wrong. They need to see it on you by the spirit that rests on you. And the only way that can happen is if you say, Father, I die with you. Take me as a living sacrifice unto you. Everything that I am, I put on the altar. And I say, Father, have your way in me. Have your way. Whatever that means. If that means, God, you take away my job. God, if that means you take away my family. God, if that means that I will never do the things that I thought I would want to do one day. That that pretty career path that I had in mind. Lord, if that means I need to give that up. I'm giving it up. Father, my house, everything that I have, I give up. I will sell everything for you. That is what it means to get on a cross with him. Because you see that thief on the cross lost everything for his master. He lost everything. He had no nothing to go back to, nothing to turn around to. And that was the very place he was able to really give himself to God. That place of being stripped of everything. Then he was able and God accepted his heart. You see, if you hold on to your life, you will lose it. But if you will give up your life, you will gain everything. You will gain the kingdom. God calls you to give it up. He made an example of giving it up. He died for you, and now He asks of you to die for the sake of His kingdom too. And baptism, that is the the, the spiritual, very real picture of it. And it has to be manifested out on the open for all to see. So they can truly say, truly, truly, there is a God. For there is no other way for this transformation to have occurred in this person. May God bless you and keep you. Shine his face upon you, lift up his countenance upon you, and give you shalom. I'll see you guys in the next video.